Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to r slash entitled people, where this crazy lady tries to get custody of her sister-in-law's three-month-old baby. Entitled sister-in-law wants custody of my baby. First of all, some background. I am a 36-year-old woman and my sister-in-law is 40 years old. I've been married to her brother for over 10 years and there's always been some jealousy and resentment from her. She's always felt like I had the life she wanted, not necessarily with her brother, but the marriage, family, job stability, etc. I have three kids, a 10-year-old girl, an eight-year-old boy, and a three-month-old girl as well. She got married last year and they decided to start trying for a baby but she was unfortunately told that she can't have children naturally. She was understandably devastated and the family comforted her as best we could. We recently had a family dinner and in the middle of it, she says, OP, I think it's really unfair that you got to have three kids and I can't have any. Your baby is my last chance to raise a child. So I think you should give her to me during the week so I can create a motherly bond with her and you can have her on weekends. Now, before I could respond, The entire table erupted with everyone talking at once. So I took my older kids upstairs. When I got back to the dining room, her husband was asking what the heck is wrong with her and why would she even think to ask that? She was trying to justify herself when I asked them to leave. I also said that she's no longer welcome at my house or around my children until she gets help. She started screaming that I don't deserve my life or my children and that I stole her baby from her. Her husband and my mother-in-law kept apologizing and dragged her out of the house, still crying and screaming. Now my kids want to know why their aunt wants to take the baby. Now Opie has also added a few points onto the end here. One, we have a security system and cameras already installed and nobody else has keys to our house. Wow, I guess thinking about whether this aunt comes and tries to actually steal her kid number two i will not be able to get a restraining order as this one incident isn't enough to justify it three my husband and i spoke to the older kids about it the same night and we'll be having another talk with them to reinforce that my sister-in-law is not a safe person anymore four our country does not have the right to bear arms and i also have no interest in getting a gun And finally, five, I'll be informing the school and daycare of the issue and giving them her photo. Now, for those questioning the validity of the post, I completely understand, says OP. If I'd heard about this last week, I wouldn't believe it either. But it's unfortunately the situation that I'm currently dealing with. Well, there we go. A crazy situation to start off today's episode. But thankfully, we actually have an update. This was posted just a couple of weeks after the original Here we go. So, my sister-in-law has been admitted to a psychiatric facility. In the comments of my previous post, I mentioned that her husband was seeking out counseling for them to deal with the infertility prior to this incident. After the incident, he sought out a psychiatrist rather than a counselor, and they had their first session last week. I didn't get the specifics of what happened, but basically she made some statements that the psychiatrist felt indicated that she was a danger to others, namely my baby and me, 
and she was placed under involuntary holds. My brother-in-law has been nothing but apologetic through this entire ordeal and he kept her away from us since the incident. My mother-in-law has been staying with them to keep an eye on my sister-in-law. She tried to leave the house in the middle of the night to see her baby. Also, my brother-in-law found her researching how to induce lactation and she said it was to make sure she can feed the baby properly when I come to my senses and give her up. From what my brother-in-law has said, seeing me breastfeed is apparently what triggered the entire episode. It was the first time my sister-in-law was around the baby for any length of time and she was holding her when she got fussy because she was hungry. Naturally, I took her to feed her and this made her feel inadequate because it triggered the thought that she would never be able to do that, which led to the events of the last post. I'm grateful for all the advice that was offered on my last post as some of it was really helpful. We won't be moving as it's not feasible for us at the moment, but we have taken extra steps with security both at home and at the kids' school and daycare. This whole thing is taking a toll on the family, but my mother-in-law, father-in-law, and brother-in-law are taking care of my sister-in-law, and my husband and I are focused on ensuring the safety of our immediate family and minimizing the effect on the kids as much as we can. Well, there we go. No time to warm up in this one, guys. Uh, Straight into the thick of it with someone that is just completely mental. Let's be honest. I don't honestly know if this counts as entitled because clearly this woman is dealing with a whole host of issues here. And to be honest, some of it does make sense. I mean, if you are someone that really wanted to have kids and start a family and and you learn that you can't do that naturally anyway, that's going to be devastating. So in part, I kind of understand why she's gone down this sort of road and she does clearly need psychiatric help. However, it's still crazy like it doesn't take away from the fact that what she's asking is ridiculous it's mental i hope she gets the help that she so very clearly needs and and comes to her senses and realizes that yep although she's in a terrible situation you can't just randomly have custody of someone else's kid but yeah i don't think it's 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 that entitled to be honest i just think she needs some help all right now for our second entitled people story couple took our instant worthy hot chocolate by mistake i am a 42 year old woman and i live in copenhagen but the rest of my family does not. So my sisters like to come visit for a few days every now and then to hang out and enjoy some sightseeing and good food. This happened in December, 2019. So before 2020, which means lots of people everywhere and no restrictions of any kind. My little sister, who is now 38, was here for a Christmas visit in December and we were enjoying the lights, the sights and some lovely Christmassy delights. It was a cold day and we decided that we would visit a smallish cafe that makes really tasty and very beautiful all things chocolate and have some of their seasonal hot chocolate, which was kind of pricey, but well worth the price tag. It was a salt caramel and clementine hot chocolate, lavishly decorated, by the way. You could get two to three kinds of pretty but regular hot chocolates too, but this one was their Instagram hot chocolate, if you know what I mean. My sister finds us a table, and I get in line to order two of these chocolate wonders. There's a bit of a queue, but it moves along fairly quickly. I get to the counter, order, and the chocolate goddess at the counter asks me my very feminine name to call when my order is up and informs me that it will be about 10 minutes. I go and sit down and wait with my sister at the other end of the cafe, but very much still within hearing distance. So just about 10 minutes later, the male half of a couple orders and goes to sit down with his girlfriend, two tables away from the counter, at the same time that my name is called. Now, I cannot see their table as it's behind me, but my sister told me later that the girlfriend pointed at our chocolates immediately and the man more or less sprinted up to get them when the woman, who made the hot heavenly drinks, 
had her back turned. I walk up there and my drinks are, of course, gone. One of the chocolate goddesses comes over with the next order and calls a name. I ask where the order for my name is and she said that when she looked over her shoulder to check, she assumed that I'd gotten them because they were gone. A chocolate god interjected that he saw a man take my order and pointed to the table with the thieving couple who were busy taking lots and lots of photos of the drinks. The goddess went over with me in tow and asked what they'd ordered. They had ordered regular hot chocolates, but the girlfriend had wanted these when she saw them in all their glory, just sitting on the counter with no one to claim them for at least five minutes. And so she thought it didn't matter if they took them instead. They were unclaimed for five friggin' seconds, lady. The goddess explained that the drinks were not theirs and to wait for their order. No, they are ours now, the girlfriend claimed and pulled the finder's keeper's card, all while looking triumphantly at me. The goddess asked the guy which name he gave at the counter and he claimed he gave the same as my name hence the mix-up so i asked him what name was called then surprise surprise he couldn't answer now his girlfriend's getting upset and is sat there saying no 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 over and over again while the guy asked if i could just not order new ones since clearly they'd made a mistake and their drinks were already on their table why so you can steal those too The goddess asked if I wanted those specific two drinks or could she maybe make me some new ones? I asked if the couple would be allowed to keep the mouth-watering morsels of goodness if I wanted new ones and she said yes. Well, then of course I wanted those specific drinks and now the girlfriend was visibly crying. The goddess took the drinks away and gave them to me. As we were walking away, I inspected the drinks and told her she'd better pour these away and make new ones because one, they were now cold and two, There were tears in one of them and though i enjoy salt caramel this level of salt was a bit much she grinned and took them away and made me new ones that were served at the table my sister and i agreed that these were the best hot chocolates we've ever had we enjoyed them loudly while the thieving couple stared daggers at us and there we go unlike the woman in the first story who i thought to be honest was a little bit more kind of mentally ill than uh, than entitled although she still was entitled don't get me wrong these two are just entitled simple as that you know what i've been to i've been to copenhagen right and look it is an expensive town it is an expensive city but surely if you're getting one hot chocolate you can afford to pay a couple of whatever it's called is it krona i don't know i've got that wrong maybe a couple of krona more for one that's slightly more instagram worthy rather than stealing it what is the point of that it just doesn't make any sense to me that right there is the definition of entitled when it's not even really in your interest to do something you're just doing it because you're entitled simple as hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 a month to just 15 a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com Entitled friend f's around and finds out i've known colette for over a decade She has kids from a previous relationship and is one of those obnoxious parents The kind who honestly believes her toddlers are perfectly behaved angels who can be taken anywhere and never cause any upset She is completely delusional and thinks her kids never cry or have emotions other than sunshine and maturity beyond their years 
Correct me if I'm wrong, but kids who are like that tend to be that way due to fear of consequences painful consequences. Now, Colette isn't the greatest human, but she also doesn't abuse her kids. She is actually on the other end of the spectrum and spoils them rotten. Earlier this year, she married a single dad. This put a strain on our relationship because I wouldn't listen to her badmouth her stepson, who I'll call Caleb, age seven years old. Caleb is on the spectrum and has some issues with impulse control and emotional regulation. He's in therapy for that, but Colette hates him regardless. I could endure listening to her delusions about how perfect she thinks her kids are, but shut her down for the nasty things she tried to say about Caleb. What remained of our friendship broke entirely a few months ago. That was when Caleb's mum said that she needed a break and that his dad needed to step up. Colette lost her mind. I'll let your imaginations fill in the blanks for all the ableist and hateful trash that she vomited. I told her she should have known this was a possibility. Isn't it obvious that if you date someone with minor children, you have to be prepared that they could be a full-time responsibility? Colette screamed that of course she knew, but that only applied if Caleb's mother died. It wasn't fair that she ruined Colette's fairy tale romance where her new husband stepped in as dad for her kids and Caleb was someone else's problem. I heard through the grapevine that Colette is getting divorced. Apparently, she told her husband that her kids are perfect, his isn't, and he has to choose. The better family they created, her, her two kids, and him, or the out-of-control brat even his ex doesn't want anymore. He chose Caleb. Knowing Colette, she's probably angry at everyone but the person who actually caused the mess, herself. Oh, actually so good. I love that in this stupid woman's mind, she actually thought that this dad was gonna choose her and her family over his own child. What a stupid ultimatum to give someone. Are you an idiot? Yes. I will say good on the husband and also good on Kayla for getting away from this entitled absolute you know what. But but still, um, you got to question why this man's marrying her in the first place, ultimately. Maybe she wasn't like that at the start, but uh, yeah, he's, he's seemingly not seen from afar or from close that she's an absolute cow. I mean, Jesus, choose me and my family or your autistic son. You are odd. And now for our final entitled people story of this episode. Entitled son at hospital. In a previous life, I was a nurse and one story always sticks in my mind. I was on a discharge ward, judging lots of patients trying to get home. Some by ambulance, but the majority had to rely on relatives to come and collect them. Most relatives were fine with this, but the occasional ones made it very clear that collecting their relative was an inconvenience. We had an elderly lady come down to the unit to wait one day. She was a sweetheart and we got on like a house on fire. I kept an eye on her throughout the day and ensured that she had food and drinks. She kept apologizing for being an inconvenience to us. She told us that her son was very busy and important and reading between the lines, it turned out that he rarely spent any time with her. He's so busy all the time, she said. I don't like to be a nuisance. She had been previously widowed and there were no other children or other relatives that she could call on. It sounded like she led a lonely life, trying to be as independent as possible. This was her first time staying in hospital. As the day wore on, I could hear the increasingly desperate phone calls she was making to him trying to get collected. It wasn't hard to overhear him shouting down the phone at her that he was busy. Eventually, just before we were due to close, she called me over with an embarrassed face. He's here, she said. Oh, good, I said. Is he on his way in? Her face reddened and she said, he's waiting in the car and told me to get to him but I don't think I can walk that far. She looked exhausted and like she wanted to cry. Give me a sec and I'll take you to him, I said. 
I grabbed a wheelchair and while she nipped the loo I tucked a packet of sandwiches and crisps in her bag as I didn't trust that he was going to look after her at home either We got down to the entrance and she pointed out a supercar. I can't remember the type I saw the boot open, but no one emerged from the car I pushed her to the door and heard a gruff get in from the guy in the driver's seat I helped the lady into the car carrying on a cheery conversation to help cover her embarrassment But also to make a point to the son He didn't say a word or move a muscle as I wrestled with the wheelchair and his mother and deposited her things in the boot I said goodbye to the lady and he closed the boot with a button revved the engine in apparent impatience and roared out of the car park It's not a very interesting story and there was no comeuppance for the son But even 20 years later, I often think about that lady and wonder how she got on I know that we don't always know what's going on in anyone's lives But he seemed so hard on her. Oh my word. What a poor poor lady I mean, it's just I just don't like to see this sort of thing. This guy is a terrible terrible bloke And yes, we don't know the inner workings of his relationship with his mum but still awful awful bloke. I mean at least open like get out of the car go inside, you know collect your mother who is who is ill I hope that when she passes on I mean she probably has now 20 years on she gave all her all her money all her you know Estate to charity and not her absolute clown of a son And I also hope not only that when her son dies um, There's no one by his side no one uh, by him, you know in the hospital saying oh my god I'm gonna miss you so much because no one cares because he's a horrible person. But secondly that he dies soon ideally before his own mother but, um, You know, maybe that's a little bit too harsh I don't know you let me know in the comments down below, but that is gonna do it for this one I hope you've enjoyed it. If you're on YouTube comment down below I want to hear your thoughts if you're on Spotify get in the Q&A section It's very easy to find comment your thoughts and if you're on Apple or any other podcast platform That's tough because uh, you can't comments which is a shame but link to my youtube is down below on whatever platform you are on if you're new to the channel subscribe follow whatever you want to do and i'll see you guys all tomorrow for some more reddit content small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because rustoleum's new custom spray five in one gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.